So here's the deal. Uh, yeah, there's a deal. Well, we've got a deal. I've got a deal. I want to share this deal with you. I've been having ruminating thoughts lately, but I still have stuff I want to do. But these thoughts, no, but there's this thing I have to do. But no, I can't do the thing until I completely figure out this ruminating thought. I've got to get to the answer of this emotional, this inner emotional turmoil. Because it's kind of, No, I've got shit to do. So basically, we have to talk about ruminating thoughts. Lucky you. are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. Yeah. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Wow. What a year it's been. Actually, uh, you know, I know we're still in the first month, but hey, did you guys make your one-year goal? Did you guys make a year-long goal? Was that, did you have that resolution? Now would be a good time to remind yourself, what was that? Do you remember what that was? Remember what you said you were going to do? And then what you do is you set a monthly goal for February now, if you're that's the month you're in listening to this, and then you, you set that goal, so it's like a month goal to move forward on the year goal. It's pretty cut and dry. You got a big goal, chunk it down to a smaller goal. And you're like, yeah, I know that already. Yeah, I know. I know that you know. And I know that you know that I know that. We, we all know that. And we also knew that we had to chunk it down even farther into a task. Like, what is the task that I'm going to do today to move my needle forward on the monthly goal that will then compound into the yearly goal? We got that. We're dialed in. But you know what? Did you know you have to take it even farther down? Like, yeah, what, what, into what? Into a thing that you do before you do the thing. This is like the subatomical particle. This is the thing where you say, that's not the chair. The chair is a collection of subatomic particles that are flickering in and out of existence. Yeah, I'm entering into territory. I have no business. And yet, here I am talking about wood molecules and how it relates to tasks. The bottom line is that if you have a year-long goal, then what are you putting down on paper or in your, your smart device uh, electronical thing where that you can see that's not buried in a nap somewhere? But what are you planning to do so that when tomorrow comes, you've already got a thing teed up that you will do to move your year-long goal forward? And then use all your ADHD tools to do it. Because, you know, if I'm a betting man, my bet is that in the moment, we ain't going to want to do it. Because I don't feel like it and I have an entire year to achieve this thing. So I can put it off. We know how that plays out. So we got to use the tools to do it. And then all your dreams can come true. All the dreams. It'll be dreamtastical. You'll want to create a scrapbook to commemorate. Like, here's a picture of when I did the thing I said I was going to do. I did it for a whole year. Look at that. So yeah, how's that year-long goal going? In the ADHD Big Brother forum, we uh we post our year-long goals in there. Mine is about health and money. And so my daily thing for the money has been to uh, look at my finances every day. And specifically with this YNAB that Anna's been uh, helped me get started with. Um, so that's been interesting. And then for the health, I have a very specific weight goal. Uh, I'm hesitant to share the number because, you know, it's none of your business. It's none of your business what I'm doing with my weight. Um, I, I'm, because I'm not actually doing it for the weight. The weight is just a trackable number. I'm going after the lifestyle of a person who is a certain weight. Um, and I'm using the weight as the, the tracker. This goal is easily six months out. And if it's going how I'm currently going, it's probably, 
to be realistic, and it's probably nine months out based on uh, my current uh, health activities. But I'll tell you what I have done is I've externalized this goal uh, by putting a restriction on myself that sucks. I have a shaved head. I like having a shaved head. I have shaved my head for years. My stance because I was balding, my stance was okay, so my hair is quitting on me. All right. Well, if that's how we're going to play it, uh, you can't quit because you're all fired. And I shaved my whole head. Dramatic reaction to balding? I don't know. Maybe. I don't do dramatic things. I don't. I'm perfectly regulated. But I love the low maintenance of a bald head. God, simplicity for me, that's everything. I just take a no-guard electric clipper to my head once every couple of weeks, and boom, I'm done. So how that ties into this is that when looking at my face in the mirror, I noticed that it was time for a shave. And then this thought springs forth, hey, what if you weren't allowed to cut your hair until you reached your health goal? That would suck, right? That would totally motivate you to get your shit together. And so it began. I am now no longer allowed to shave my head. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, And you know, who knows? Maybe I'm going to end up enjoying it. Maybe I'll like my wispy, thin, long hair. We'll see. And also to double down on this, I will put my current photo as of today in the non-member section of the forum so everyone can follow along with my my hair journey. Guys, I will a thousand percent be open to styling ideas as my hair gets longer. I'm sort of double thinking this, but I'm not. No, I got to do it. Um, And in the main forum, uh, we're posting updates to our yearly and monthly goals. Guys, external accountability, it's where it's at. I can't say that enough. Um, find your tribes or come join us, join the madness. Um, okay. So ruminating thoughts. Does this happen to you guys where you lose a day, like obsessively thinking some emotional turmoil? It feels so intense that you can't do anything else. Your day is seemingly shot. That's me. That's been me lately. Uh, it's a lot of ruminating intrusive thinking. The way I'm typically experiencing it is it would be like there would be a, a situation happening at work and I would ruminate on this argument that I would play out in my mind, an argument that I would win. I would, it would, I would justify myself in being like, oh, I could say these rude things because I'm right and they're wrong and, and they actually see the error in their ways. And then, then they would have to apologize to me. And it would, it's just this really elaborate scenario or I, I'll dwell on an, an old relationship, right? Dwelling on how I failed or, you know, how I'll never be good enough for that person. And, and then my brain will play out all these negatives, you know, in, about that relationship. Or on the other hand, it would be playing out everything good that ever happened in the relationship and then wondering, well, why isn't this something that could work? And so it's all in my head, all these fantasies, nothing grounded in any truth in the moment, just being totally lost in scenario. Or another one that I'm getting uh, is I'll feel down. My brain just won't shut the hell up about why I'm worthless, useless, hopeless. And historically for me, the dysfunctional way that I've always handled getting away from those thoughts has been like drugs, alcohol, random sex, et cetera, et cetera. Not healthy stuff, let's say. And so I wanted to talk about that this here because, you know, it's fresh in my noodle right now. And, you know, maybe we'll just work it out together. So everybody just pull up a chair. Let's talk about our feelings. Let's get Let's get into it a little bit. My current thinking about the thinking, about the too much thinking, about the negative too much thinking, is that this stuff really seems to hinge on where I'm mentally staring at the moment. I get really caught up in that. It's like my mind is is this room, and the world is outside of the room. And I'm standing outside. I'm, I'm out there in the physical real world, but the door is open 
to my mind. And I'm, it's like I'm leaning in. I'm just staring at what's going on in there. And I'm caught up in what's going on in the room. There's all these distressing storylines going on in there. It's like I'm staring completely inward. And so I'll just be carrying on in the day, having myself a day. And then it's like, it's like a loud bang goes off inside my the room. These intrusive thoughts will happen. And I'm like, well, I better go in there and see what's going on. And I open the door and it's just chaos. Millions of reasons why I'm worthless, unattractive, not good enough. I'm desperately going, oh, wait, what, you? I got to desperately convince you. It's, it's like trying to convince these millions of moments. I got to figure out how to make myself feel good enough by dealing with each and every one of those thoughts as they're coming and they're relentless. But the problem with that for me, it's, it's like this, uh, I'm going to use a, a hornet's nest metaphor. I like, I love metaphor. So I'll say there's this hornet and it's buzzing around me. It's causing me grief. And I'm like, I I don't want to deal with you, you bastard. And so when it lands on the ground, I'm like, I'm going to attack the problem. Not realizing that this is a ground dwelling wasp. It's one of a yellow jacket variety. Clearly, I was not aware that this, the nest is in the ground. So I try to squash the hornet or the thought, right? And the entire hive unleashes on me. Every negative thought, every idea surrounding the problem thought unleashes and it fucking hurts. And there's no escape. Just a whole lot of flailing about. That's kind of how I see this brain of mine. The more I fight, the more I lose. So figuring out my workaround, uh, one option that I found is to spend time focused in the world, meaning in the moment, physically where I'm at, not inside my head, not peeking in the room and getting lost in that internal drama. And so actually this ties into some research that I was doing for a paper on stress management, oddly enough, and I found it incredibly insightful and it was immediately actionable for me. So um, I'm not actually sure I shared this on this podcast. I, I This is all fresh for me. So I know I shared it in the forum, um, but I, I might've talked a little bit about it on the podcast. So sorry if this is a repeater, but so briefly or not so briefly, we'll find out. Um, This played into the idea that spending time outside of the room is more productive at managing mood than spending time in the room trying to figure it out or convincing myself of something. There was a couple of studies that I found. (laughs) There's a couple of studies I found. Oh my God. So there was a couple of studies that I found in regards to dealing with a negative mood. And art therapy was the study. One study had people using clay And the other was drawing. So for the clay one, people were inducted into a negative mood state. And then they were asked to either express their emotions through the clay. You know, like, oh, fuck you, Troy. Squishing, uh, pretending the clay is Troy and mushing it. You fucking piece of dirt. Or to create something that they decide. They're like, you're going to make a pinch pot. And then the third thing was to squeeze a stress ball. And in the drawing one, it was to express mood through drawing. You know, like it's a picture of my ex-girlfriend with a new lover and he's so amazing. And oh, and I'm in the corner kicking rocks. Oh my God, oh shucks. And then the other one was to draw a positive mood or draw something that represents your ideal mood state. Something like that. The results of both of them concluded that... Uh, basically that the focus project, the pinch pot, uh, and the drawing positive mood were more impactful at reducing the negative mood state than expressing the emotion through the medium. I thought that was pretty cool to me. While that doesn't directly link to ruminating thoughts, uh, my ruminating thoughts create depression and other negative states. 
So for me, my technique of journaling my emotions and talking out my emotions and expressing my emotions in these journal entries, like sometimes in the form of letters to, to loved ones or workers or uh, that letters that I never send, right? While those are good for helping me to get some perspective, I'm still just hanging out inside my room. I'm dwelling in the misery of the mood. So it might actually be more effective for me to ask myself, well, how do I want to feel? And then set a timer and focus on doing a thing that aims me to the best of my knowledge at that outcome. Or, and this might even be better, is to give myself a physical activity that requires my focus. Like I have to think about what I'm doing. The hornet's nest metaphor is that like rather than stay in the room and kick the hornet's nest, I'm choosing to walk towards that building over there. And I'm going to count how many steps it takes me to get there. So maybe the hornets, they try to follow me for a little bit, but I'm focused on walking towards the building. I'm counting my steps as I go. My mind is preoccupied. So the further I get, the fewer hornets fly around my head until after a while, they're just all gone because I'm so far away from the nest. So much better than yelling, fuck you hornets, quit bothering me, and then kicking the nest. Total night and day difference, really. This has been such an eye-opening week for me, especially because of my ruminating thoughts. Accepting the fact that the hornets, they don't go away. They pop up all the time. And sometimes I'll recognize the same motherfucking hornet. It's you again. I'm like, really you again? When when are you going to stop buzzing around my face? God, how cool would it be to be the beekeeper? You know those beekeepers that you see that are like, they don't even wear the outfits. They literally just go out and the bees are super cool with them. Buzzing all around them. They're like, yeah, go ahead. You know, take all, take my honey. You can, you can rip apart our hive. No, no problem. And they're just, they have got some kind of monk energy where they, the bees don't even go after them. Oh, to have that. So let's talk about a challenge then. Do you guys want to be challenged? Who's up for a challenge? My challenge to you would be to try to find some sort of a uh, art therapy on your mood. Set a timer for 20 minutes, not with the intention uh, to get over it. But uh, to set it with the intention to do an art thing, a specific outcome, draw a specific thing, build a specific thing, and immerse your focus on that thing. Ask yourself questions about the thing while you're working on the thing. Keep directing your tot, tots. I'll keep directing your thoughts on the thing. Keep directing your thoughts to that thing. And when the timer goes off, check in with yourself. Let me know how it goes. It's really hit or miss with me right now, depending on my the severity of my mood or the intensity of the ruminating thought. It does not solve my problem, but it is a healthy reprieve that does bring my mood state more into balance than I was prior to the timer. So there's that. And there you go. I will say this until I'm blue in the face. If you guys know what you want to be doing and you know how you want to be doing it and you still aren't doing the thing, you're not alone. That is normal. And that's what we're doing in the ADHD Big Brother Forum. We're hitting that. We're attacking that. We're kicking that hornet's nest. What? Um, And yeah, that was an advertisement. I full on straight up advertised my forum to you. Also, guys, if you ever wanted to shoot the shit, uh, if you want to say hi, honestly, really, uh, and you haven't done so already, I do 30-minute chats. It's like a meet and greet. Do you guys want to shoot the shit about some uh, ADHD stuff? Just say hi. Tell me. You overshare your life story with me. I'm into meeting new people. That's kind of my jam. And you don't have to worry because I don't sell you on coaching or the forum or anything. <laughs> or anything, really. I don't ask you at the end, uh, how comfortable are you with your home warranty? Have you 
What if I could shave $5 off that uh, life insurance policy? Would you Would you be into it? It's none of that happening. It's literally just us shooting the shit, and I love it. All right, guys, that'll do it. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Hope you keep those hornets at bay. Remember not to kick the nest, and I will talk to you later. Later.